I'm a teacher. I'm a mm-hmm. healer. I'm a helper. I really enjoyed motherhood and raising my children. I really yeah. enjoy helping my patients feel better and give them back their power. Towards the end of my practice, I started mostly just convincing people that they're okay. Their body's going to be okay. They're going to be okay. Today, we get to speak with Dr. Laura Jagat. She's the creator of How to Life, a brand that teaches life skills to students of all ages. Akin to Adulting 101, the How to Life podcast and a YouTube channel feature audio and short video tutorials called Mominars that provide instruction, information, and lots of encouragement. These mini adulting classes will motivate and inspire and are sure to help take the fear out of adulting. Dr. Laura Jacket makes it really fun in these videos and her podcast. So let's listen in. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Laura, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for inviting me, Junaid. I'm excited to be here. And I keep forgetting it's Dr. Laura Jagat. That is correct. I was a chiropractor. I am a chiropractor. I just am not practicing anymore. I love chiropractors. My, one of my good friends, I've been going to see him every week and he's a chiropractor and uh, we talk about everything. Yeah, it's great. I loved it. It's a fun profession and my kids are very grateful. I mm. will adjust them regularly and they say, I don't understand how people don't get adjusted on a regular basis. I know, basis. right? It's so cool. All right, Dr. Lara, tell us a version of your journey that no one's heard of before. Okay, Uh, I started out as a tennis player, as a child tennis player, sort of a protege, uh, played nationals, got a scholarship to college, didn't really do anything else. It was sort of three hours a day, six days a week. Mm -hmm. Got a degree in psychology, didn't know what I was going to do with my life. There was a chance comment that my mother made in my moment of stress, where she said, why don't you be a chiropractor? Because I had had a great experience three years prior and being 17 years old, completely Mm -hmm. forgot about it after the healing happened. (laughs) So it was that comment that sort of got me thinking. And I ended up going to chiropractic school, became a chiropractor and got married, had four children, had a business for 28 years in varying ways. And then decided I'm I want to retire because it's a very physical job. Yes. And I still wanted to help people because I love helping people. Mm -hmm. So I just, for a couple of years, just sort of in my mind, what can I do that can help people where I can do it from my own home, where I can reach a much larger audience? Because as Mm -hmm. a chiropractor, I can only see so many people a day. Yeah. And uh, that will provide a living for me once I retire. So I came up with what I'm doing now. It is online education called How to Life, and it is geared towards teaching young and newer adults basic life skills that you kind of definitely are not taught in school and you sort of miss along the way. I want to take the fear out of adulting for them so that they can get and give the world what what they are meant to give the world sooner than I did. Nice. I love that. That's so powerful. I mean, you had a full experience, full very, what's the word? It's a very fulfilling 
job yeah, too, right? It was. It's very fulfilling. I yeah. realize after everything that I, I've done is I'm a, I'm a teacher. I'm a mm-hmm. healer. I'm a helper. Uh, I've been, I really enjoyed motherhood and raising my children. I really yeah. enjoy helping my patients feel better and give them back their power. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of my practice, I started mostly just convincing people that they're okay. Their body's going to be okay. They're going to be okay. Yeah. Sort of a coaching. Yeah. And that's what I do now on How to Life is I just <laughs> want to tell young people, you're okay. You're, you're fine. Don't worry. It's all going to be all right. Yes. Because what's funny is that we don't have it all figured out, even though we're parents, even though we're adults, we, we, we we're still going through it. Like a constant teenager, learning we're, process. We're constantly learning, right? We and yes. in our mind, we're like, "What if we did this? What What would people like?" We still think about what would people say, right? <laughs> Even sometimes, though- yes, it is nice when you get to an age where you're not so concerned what the peanut right. gallery has to say. Uh, to to learn that confidence in yourself, to mm-hmm. be able to make a mistake in front of others and say, "All right, okay, I made a mistake. It's okay. Yeah. Here's what yeah. I learned from it, and I'm better exactly. because of it." I love that. I love that. So you've told us a little bit of a journey that no one's new. So this is exclusive, guys, exclusive information here about Dr. Lara, Dr. Laura Jagat here. And you also talked about some of the motivations for the things that you're doing. So tell us a little more like you, you're helping people with or teaching people how to adult. Yeah. Give us a little more and, you know, intro to that. So it started really because of my children, you know, as parents, we ask our, our kids ask us a lot of questions and mm. we tell them the answer and we end up repeating it over and over again. So one time, several years ago, my kids, they used to say, oh, I have a how to life question. Yeah. How do I turn the stove on <laughs> or how do I iron this shirt? You know, and I tell them and I have four, so I would get the same question. So one time out of sort of frustration and a little bit of humor, I said, all right, everybody, gather your friends around, tell them to meet me here at 3 p.m. I'm going to give a demonstration. We're going to record it. And then you guys can watch it. Every time you have a question, just go back and watch the video. I didn't even think anything about that at the time. Yeah. But when this idea came to me, that particular incident came to me also. And I thought, oh, I can just do these little videos. And that's how it started out. I just had, had a YouTube channel. And I would record little five-minute videos. And my goal at that time, and it still is, is to keep it as short as possible. Because, I don't know, I feel like this generation doesn't have the patience to sit through a Martha Stewart-type instructional. Yeah. So I just want to give them, here's what you do. I'm not going to tell you why or the reason for it, but yep. step one, step two, step three. So five-minute videos on YouTube, I did that for a few months. Mm. And uh, then somebody, I was talking with some woman a young woman at a dinner party I was at and she was having a problem. We were talking about it and about 30 minutes in, she just stopped and looked at me and she said, you should start a podcast. I had never even considered that. (laughs) I hadn't listened to a podcast myself. I knew of them, but I just never listened to one. So I thought, Hmm, then the pandemic hit and I had all this time on my hands because my office got shut down. Yeah. I said, well, let me see how I can do that. So I learned how to do it and I started doing it. I love the podcast. That's so awesome. I love it. I totally love it because it's it's these things that come up like you're you're solving your own problem, right? Anytime we're solving our own problem and then you just go into it is and that just becomes to grow because you like 
you see real passion into that. Yeah, that's true. You know, when we figure something out, especially those of us that are sort of innately helpers, and there are many people in this world where we're helpers and teachers. When we learn something and it works well and we got it, and someone else says, how did you do that? Or can you help me? I'm stuck. I don't know. My first instinct is to jump into action and say, well, let me show you what works for me. Mm-hmm. And it's very motivating. No, absolutely. It is uh, It's amazingly motivating because you're getting immediate feedback from the person you're helping and they get a little light bulb moment going on in their heads. And you see that facial expression chain like, oh, okay. Yeah, I love, I love, I love that. Absolutely yeah. amazing. I love the feedback from YouTube when somebody sends me a little comment. Uh, one of my favorite ones was, um, there was two. One says, well, I'm still in childhood and I'm very afraid of electricity. So thank you for having this channel so that I don't have to be afraid. And another kid said, uh, I just, thanks for teaching me how to turn on the stove. I just made my first grilled cheese sandwich. I mean, that made my day for the whole day. I was, I was so happy about that. (laughs) That's so awesome. I, I think there's, I'm kind of stumped. I'm I'm like, where do we go from here? So, (laughs) (laughs) so you, you went into your motivation, you created this YouTube, you created the YouTube channel. What did you call it? I called it how to life. That's how to life. That's what came to me for it. Well, first the idea of making videos is what came to me. And I'll tell you beforehand, I was thinking about retiring for about five years. I was mm-hmm. getting winding down. So I just kept cutting my hours back more and more and more. Yeah. But I couldn't quite, um, I couldn't quite leave. I couldn't, didn't have a good reason. Then the pandemic yeah. happened and I, and that, that helped. That was it. Yeah, that was. But when I came up with the idea, it was beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was it. It was like a light bulb went off for me. And because prior to that, I was, I didn't care what it was. And I actually wrote that down. I journaled. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is that, what the idea is. I just want it to tick off all of these boxes for me for the future. Yeah. Helping people, being able to do it from my own home, not having to do the physical work of being a chiropractor, yeah. being able to be on vacation and still do some stuff and help people. So the idea came, it was a light bulb, and the, the because of the story I told, How to Life, that was my kids, they used to say that, I thought that's what it's going to be called. Mm. Then all the doubt came in, of surely course. somebody is doing this. Uh, so I, you know, I'm a very good researcher because I'm kind of an introvert, being, mm-hmm. talking to people or being on video is not natural to me. I had to yeah. sort of cultivate that. Yeah. Um, so I went into research mode, big, like heavy, 16 hours a day and I didn't even feel tired. I was just, that's how I knew I was on the right track because mm-hmm. I was so fueled to do it. Every time, every research I did, nobody was doing this. Yeah. I said, surely someone has this name. Yeah. No, no, nope. there's just, there was nothing was filling this niche. It's a big niche also. So is, yeah. I started thinking it's meant for me. It's mine. It, it was, it's meant for me. It was waiting for me to catch up, to get there. That's right. Um, so I, went about and um, looked up the, the domain name. Somebody had had it once before and let it sure. go. And then they it was it being go. sold, you know, so I paid some money for that, yeah. not very much. Yeah. And I got it 
Oh, I also came up with the term mominar, which mm. is what I call my videos on YouTube, mominars, <laughs> which is a seminar given by a mom. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have those two names. Um, they're mine. They, yeah. They're trademark. They belong to me. Beautiful. And uh, the research part was easy for me. So I spent about five months just researching and checking mm. and legalities and everything. And I had built out a plan of what I was going to do as far as I'm going to videotape this. These are my scripts. I'll have 10 by the end of the year. So when I came time to do that part, I came to a screeching halt because I don't know how to do that. Mm. I'm a chiropractor. I know nothing about video or audio or podcast. There's a whole bunch of terminology that I had never heard before. Yeah. It's a pretty steep learning curve. And for anybody in your audience who you know, is thinking about turning an idea or a hobby into a business and they don't know how to do it, there does come a wall. Yeah. In the past, I pretty I would have just quit probably. I had done it before when I I'm like I, I have no idea how to get over this hurdle, so I just mm -hmm. am not going to do it. Yeah. This time was different. I said, "Well, I can continue." I made it okay that I came to a screeching halt because usually yeah. that would really disappoint me. I said, "I'm just going to continue to watch," and so I watched other people's videos and I learned and I learned about equipment and how to work it. So I did a little bit more study for the rest of that year. Mm -hmm before I finally put out my first video. It took a yes. long time, my gosh. It, the first one was so painfully it does. Uh, long, <laughs> but <laughs> I finally did it. Yes, it gets easier every time. It, oh yes, it. it gets so much easier because you're, you're practicing, you're practicing, you're getting better at it, you know, yeah. you're, you're going through the motions. And I tell everybody, you know, if whatever you're trying to think to be, to be doing, just start just just go like i think there's like a two minute rule or two minute practice where if you want to go if you want to start running just take two minutes put on your shoes and just sit with it and the yeah. next day put on your shoes go maybe to the garage and then go go out to the driveway so you're basically building yeah. up the repetition a habit right a habit routine. yes it's true and when a task is big and scary you break it down into steps. Yeah. And even if those steps are too big, you take the easiest step and break it down further until mm -hmm. you get to a level that you can take. Yeah. And then you take it and then the success you feel is like, oh, I did it. I set my clothes out for the next day or I yeah. put my shoes on. It, it sounds silly, but that is part of the, the path to get to where it you is. want to go. So you just take it. That was the one thing that uh, everyone kept saying as I, in my research is just put it out there. It nice. will be, whatever you put out will be the worst that it's ever going to be. And it probably won't be as bad as you think. Yeah. And it's just going to get better from there. And that Absolutely. was the truth. Nice. I love that. We have a lot of thoughts going back and forth, talking about how to get started. It's even, even if it's video podcasting, you just have to, find the people who are doing it and then bring yourself around because mentorship or, you know, finding coaches is so important. And we met through SPI pro smart yeah. passive income. And I've been following Pat Flynn and you have been too. And he brought together a lot of people that are similar mindset. You know, we absolutely, there's a similar vibe yeah. and it's a great community. And that's something that was so important. It, it still is very important in my journey, especially since I didn't know anything of this world mm -hmm. to find this group of people who know my struggles, who know my worries 
everyone's very, everyone's very similar to Pat. So they're very yeah. encouraging and kind yes. and generous. So a lot of answers and help and support uh, is in that community. And it's very important for anyone who wants to take their passion or their hobby or whatever and turn yeah. it into something more, find your community and take the help. You can't exactly. do it all alone. <laughs> you cannot. Um, you cannot do it all alone at all because we all need we need all, we all need a little bit of nudge, right? We all need a little bit of nudge. Even a car needs a little bit of spark to get that engine running. Yeah, a little bit of gas. It, the spark is what creates the momentum. Once yes. you have the momentum, you just start flowing. Yes, the exactly. hardest part is getting started. Yeah. Um. We all know who started the fire now. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't us, but I know it was already running. Right? <laughs> oh, little... yes, that's right. We just added. We just we added, added to, to it. it. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. So it's been a really deep conversation with you, Dr. Laura. I do have a few questions towards the end of our journey. What is the one hobby that you wish you got into? Oh. I've had a few hobbies. Uh, well, I have a hobby right now that I'm doing that I love. Nice. It took me a while to uh, get there. Uh, right now I play pickleball. I was a tennis player, I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. And then once college was over, I didn't play that, do anything with that for 30 years. Wow. And in the interim to finding pickleball, I did some, I tried a sewing class. I tried a music class. I did ballroom dancing, which I really loved. I uh, did uh, marksmanship, which is mm. fun, but wasn't really a passion. Yeah. Then I found pickleball. That's what I love doing now. It's my happy place. It's where I go to relieve stress. I have a nice community group there. Nice. But what I love right now is um, ab abandoned homes. And there's this, uh, I don't, I, I'm late to it. It's called Old Cheap Houses. They have a show on HGTV uh -huh. where there are these old, beautiful houses kind of in smaller areas for less than a hundred thousand dollars. So that's kind of my, I, I love following it. I dream about exploring these homes and wondering mm -hmm. what happened there. Yeah. And I hope to buy one one day. Nice. That's the next step in the, the, the evolution of Dr. Laura. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> going to still keep doing what I'm doing, but I can well, do it course. from that house while I'm, I don't know how to restore houses. I don't know if I have the time to learn, but I can I'm, hire people who are passionate about it. Can, exactly, exactly. You know, <laughs> yes, I love the dream. Yeah, I love that. All right. What did you want to be when you were a child? And I think we talked about that. I, you know, I grew up in um, a family. Well, my father was an immigrant and he grew up with no education. So education mm. was very important to him. And we had two choices. We could be a doctor or a lawyer. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, he he has no degree. He's a professional violinist, so he did go to the conservatory. But as far as other formal education, he didn't do anything. And we were never taught music because and this is a quote. There's no money to be made in music, so don't even get involved. <laughs> so that was off the table. Uh, so we weren't really allowed to dream. I, mm. I didn't dream about doing anything. I became a chiropractor, which I did enjoy. And it did fulfill my need to help people. Yeah. Uh, but with my own children, I allow them to pick what they want to do, whatever they find fun, yeah. whatever they're passionate about. I'll tell you a story. Uh, I had a child who, sophomore year of college, stated, 
I am going to uh, be a dentist. Never mentioned that before. So I said to him, oh, I didn't realize you had such a passion for the human mouth. Mm -hmm. And he got all flustered and he said, well, I just, it sounds like it's just going to be a smart thing to do, a responsible thing to do. And Mm -hmm. I said, if you don't love it now, you're going to hate it in 10 years. And he said, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I said, what are you good at? What do you Mm -hmm. love? He said, well, what I love isn't going to make me any money. I said, forget (laughs) about that. What do you love? Yeah. He said, I love travel. I love languages. I like writing and I like talking to people. So he went to college. He changed his major to business just because dentist wasn't really dentistry wasn't what he wanted to do. (laughs) So he has a job now that allows him to travel. He can work remotely. So he's traveling two weeks out of the year. Like he took his laptop to Tanzania and was doing his, he does sales and stuff. He's very good at it. Uh, He talks to people, he sells Mm -hmm. them things. He likes people and he gets to travel and learn languages and write and smile and he loves it. So he got what he wanted on that. And I, that's what I want for my kids. I want them yeah. to be happy. I want them to be passionate about them, what they do. I want it to fulfill them as well as provide for them. Doesn't matter what it is. That's, isn't that amazing? Because what's funny is that the entire, I don't know if the entire world, but they say that you got to be an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer to be actually making a ton of money. But that that's so untrue because every business makes twice or three times over than what that one job would get you. I think that's sort of a generational thing from our generation I and suppose. perhaps yeah. and our parents that mm. sort of came through that era. You know, they really pushed education, but we went through it. Yeah. And we're like, you know, and especially the way the world has changed now with the mm-hmm. technology that's available and you can be an entrepreneur oh, remotely. Yeah. You don't, and we have found from the pandemic, you don't need to go into a brick and mortar to make money. So <laughs> the don't. world has changed. So that ideology back then that may have worked back then doesn't yeah. necessarily apply to what these young people are experiencing now. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Next question. No, so I like to ask hobby related question. And we talked about the hobby and what you wanted to be in when you're a child. But I also love the movie. So what is your favorite movie or TV show? Uh, well, right now, I um, my daughter, I have a 15 year old left at home. I have four kids. She's the youngest. So we kind of are into the Marvel movies. This oh, summer, yes. we watched all of them. We loved them. And then we realized they have TV shows. So we are, we're a little late to the game on it, but we're watching those. Nice. I went through a long period where I really did not watch TV at mm-hmm. all. I still don't. Yeah. I watch this show because it's, it's enjoyable and it's something that my daughter and I do together. But I'm, nice. I would say I'm a, a romantic comedy, comedy type person. I don't want to go to a movie and be stressed out and have to have, need a <laughs> massage afterward. <laughs> I want to go and laugh and feel great when I walk out. Yes, I love that. I, I like comedies and, and um, action thrillers because, you know, you were going there to enjoy something. Not I, I don't like horror flicks either because some people like horror. I'm like, why would you put yourself into <laughs> through It's that? fun. You know what it comes down to? It's fun. For them, mm. being scared is fun. I guess For so. me, laughing is fun. So yes. as long as it's enjoyable, then, you know, do it. Yes, absolutely. I love it. 
Um, all right, so you haven't been watching a ton of movies, but you since you've seen the Marvel phase one through four, and I know we're 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 stepping into fourth phase pretty soon. Um, what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? In the Marvel movies, Ooh, that's it could be one. in the Marvel movies. It could be oh, any could movie. Be. <laughs> well, Marvel's sort of on my radar. So, yeah. do I have to pick a character, or do I get to create my own character? Which, whichever you're, you're open to do that. You know, I'm watching Agents of Shield right now, mm-hmm. and I like the characters of Fitzsimmons, the two yes. scientists that work. I think that I would probably want to be on the Shield team, but I would want to be sort of. I wouldn't be an Avenger. Like right. I don't like to fight. I don't like confrontation, but I do like solving problems mm. and, and aiding. So I would probably be, I want to be on the Fitzsimmons team. There you go. I love that. What season are you in so far? We're only on season one, episode okay. 11. All right. You got, <laughs> you got a long don't, way to go. Okay, good. Don't tell me anything. I'm not telling anything. You got a long way to go. It's, it's fun. Um, so next question is around superheroes. Who would, be your favorites oh gosh let's see i really you know i love all of them for different reasons Mm -hmm. do i have a favorite i think my favorite one my favorite movie was black panther i just love i loved black panther i loved him as a person Mm -hmm. uh just how regal he was and how caring he was and how noble he was so i think that black panther is my favorite of everybody All right, last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get any preparation on this one. Nope. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) This is the the black card. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, Okay. What board game do I like? You know, (laughs) I'm going to pick Sorry. Because okay. it's sort of brutal, but in a comical way, <laughs> you know, well, my, I would play this with my family and, yeah. uh, you know, it's just so harsh when you have to take somebody out, even if it's your six-year-old, sorry, <laughs> we all laugh about it. So maybe I'm sorry, just for the fun of it. This for the, I love it. That's, that's so cool. Dr. Lara, this was a ton of fun speaking with you. Thank you so much for your time appreciate um, all the wisdom that you've shared and, and all the beautiful things that are available that you've been doing and that you are getting to do and um, really looking forward to even more amazing things. This is really fun interview. Thank you. I like the little twist and turns you threw in. I really appreciate you having me on your show, Junaid. Absolutely. Where can my, my, where can my audience find you? Right now, you can find me at howtolife.com. I have there on my website all of the YouTube videos that I have created. I also have all the podcast interviews there. So if you just want to go to a one-stop shop, you can find everything there, howtolife.com. You can also follow me on the socials at laurajagged underscore howtolife. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. So you can see my posts there. Nice. If you want to contact me, I'm happy to speak with anybody about anything. And you can reach me at DRLJ, like Dr. Laura Jaggett, at howtolife.com. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much again. And we'll see you next time. Take care. 
Congratulations, you made it to the end of the episode. Thanks so much for listening to our guest on this episode. Please send me an email at junaid at hexandhobbies.com to tell me what you loved about our guest today. You could find links mentioned in this episode on the hacksandhobbies.com website.